Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I am your host, the Fellow KGB. You can follow me on Twitter at the Fellow KGB. And today we're going to continue uh, working on the AFC North previews for fantasy here. Uh, I already covered the Ravens and the Bengals, so if you haven't checked those out, please do. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, uh, comment, and subscribe to the channel. We're trying to grow this uh, new channel I started here. And uh, yeah, if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or any other podcast platform, I highly recommend checking us out on YouTube. That's where you get the screen shares that I'm looking at when I'm doing these podcasts. Uh, so it's probably the best way to check it out. So uh, without further ado, we will hop into the Cleveland Browns here. Uh, we're looking at new head coach here, Kevin Stefanski, and offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt. Um, so Kevin Stefanski is coming over from Minnesota. Uh, that's been a very run-heavy offense the last few years. And Alex Van Pelt, he's been kind of a quarterback uh, coach for the last few years. Um, so hopefully he can mesh well with Baker Mayfield. But yeah, man, we got a new... I feel bad for the, these Browns. They've got, they got a lot of new coaches the last few years. So um, three years, three different coaches. Uh, so Kevin Stefanski's in um, from Minnesota. If we take a look quick at what Minnesota did last year as an offense with Kevin Stefanski calling the plays, um, they threw for about 466 passing attempts. They rushed 476 times, uh, almost 6,000 yards of offense. And then the total touchdowns between the groups were 45 touchdowns. So I'm, I'm looking at this Minnesota offense last year as a mold for this year's Cleveland Browns. Um, I think the, the pass attempts are going to stay, you know, maybe around 500 or so. And we're going to see, again, you know, a good amount of rushing attempts somewhere in the mid 400s. Um, so if we go quick here to the, the Cleveland Brown page, uh, we see last year this team threw the ball 539 times. They rushed 393 uh, and they only ran 932 plays. This was this is a very dysfunctional offense, not very efficient. Um, I mean, Odell was not healthy. Offensive line was kind of, you know, it was one of the worst offensive lines in the league. So they added some reinforcements there. So uh, I'm expecting this to be a run-heavy team. So Nick Chubb's going to have a fun year. Kareem Hunt should have some fun too. But this really revolves around... Kevin Stefanski coming in and setting up the run here and, and letting Baker Mayfield do play action and just get the ball out efficiently. Um, so if we look here, uh, quarterback room, Baker Mayfield, they added Case Keenum in the, the free agency, Garrett Gilbert and Kevin Davidson. Those are just backup guys. But uh, Case Keenum, he's, he's had success running Kevin Stefanski-style uh, offenses with Minnesota. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of good mentorship there for Baker. And if anything happens to Baker, Case Keenum can step right in and he knows what he's doing. But uh, if we look at what Baker did last year, it was not a good year for Baker. He threw under 60%, uh, just under 4,000 yards, 22 touchdowns to 21 interceptions. And then he did add three touchdowns with 141 yards on the ground. So I would expect similar, maybe about 150 rushing yards at most, a touchdown or two from Baker in the running game. But it's really these passing numbers that he has to work on. Um, so hopefully he can limit the turnovers, get that around, you know, under 15 or so, you know, less than one a game would be optimal. Um, and then the passing touchdowns, those should go up a little bit. Um, they added Austin Hooper, Odell Beckham's back, Jarvis Landry. We'll see if he's ready to start the season, but he might be a guy that we have to keep an eye on and uh, throughout the rest of the summer. But they did add some weapons here and then the full season of Kareem Hunt as well. So I like the weapons that Mayfield gets to work with. I just don't know how much he's going to be throwing the ball. 
Um, I do have him projected right now to throw the ball more than he did last year, which I don't know if I feel great about, but uh, I have Baker improving on pass attempts. I have him improving on completion percentage, yards, and yards per attempt. Uh, I got him throwing 27 touchdowns and 16 picks, and then adding a couple stuff uh, stats here in the rushing column with 145 yards and two touchdowns. So, um, but yeah, this team, man, Kevin Stefanski wants to run the ball, and he's got one of the best pure running backs in the game in Nick Chubb, who we see ran for almost 300 rushing attempts last year, almost 1,500 yards, about five yards carried, eight touchdowns. Uh, and then he, Nick Chubb was a capable receiver too. He had 36 catches on 49 targets and almost 300 yards receiving. So uh, Nick Chubb got a lot of opportunity last year, a lot of yards. Um, but the, the, concerning, the, the concerning thing with Nick Chubb is – that last year down the stretch, Kareem Hunt entered the mix and started to take away some of his upside. Um, so I'm not sure when Kareem Hunt came back in. I'm assuming it's around week 10 or 11 because you see here uh, Nick Chubb started to kind of disappear in some of these games. So uh, when he hit, he hit hard, though, you know, 25, 12, and 23. 12 is not that good, but, um, I mean, the man, he's, he's still one of the best running backs in the league, but he had most of his stats coming early in the season. So. If we look and see when Kareem Hunt entered the mix, he had eight games last year. It was week 10, and I think Kareem Hunt was the more consistent uh, PPR option in that uh, rest of the season. So uh, Nick Chubb, man, he's a very polarizing player because some people, you know, they love how, how great of a runner he is, but we're unsure if Kareem Hunt is going to come in and steal some of his thunder. Uh, I mean, Kareem Hunt's definitely going to get a lot of passing work, and he's going to probably get, you know, six to eight, maybe ten carries a game if he's working hard. Um, so yeah, I don't know what to do with Nick Chubb right now. Uh, I think they're going to give him the ball as much as he can handle and then and we'll see what happens there. So, uh, I still have Nick Chubb as an RB1 this year. Um, but I don't know if I would feel comfortable taking him with my first round pick. He looks better as a second pick. Definitely. If you can get Nick Chubb as your RB2, that's, that's where it's at. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited if I do that, but Nick Chubb last year in a standard league was RB6. In the PPR league, he fell down to RB8. So um, we'll see if he can keep it around that. I would expect some of his receiving numbers to come down. Maybe his attempts and yards go up. So he's that's basically, I think his ceiling is around RB8. I can maybe see him as RB5 finish in a PPR league if he gets a lot of touchdowns. But um, super interesting to watch how they decide to use these two backs. You know, they got two really awesome backs with Chubb and Hunt and we'll see what happens. But I guess that all kind of goes back to Baker, too, is that's why I'm a little bit down on Baker this year because I think they're going to be running the ball so much. Um, but Baker still has the opportunity to improve on a lot of his stats. But uh, this offense is all about the running backs. Um, some of the backup guys that we're not going to really worry about right now is Dontrell Hilliard, Dearness Johnson, and then they got some guys here just trying to make the team. But it's, it's, it's Chubb and Hunt, you know, probably the best one-two tandem in the league right now. Um, and then the thing about the running game is they added some big stuff in the offensive line here, drafting uh, offensive tackle out of Alabama, Jedrick Wills. Um, they added a center here in the fifth round too. But uh, the big free agency move that they made was uh, getting Jack Conklin out of Tennessee, uh, the tackle there. Uh, so, they, I mean, their, their bookends are ready to go, and the interior offensive line is still pretty decent. So. I'm expecting a much improved offensive line this year. That's going to help Baker. That's going to help the run game. It's just going to help everything in general. So the Browns will be a better team this year than last year. 
Uh, I'm just look, wondering if this is more of a, um, a Minnesota Viking style offense. You know, it, it's really similar. You know, Baker Mayfield could be a Kirk Cousins uh, efficient guy that's got the deep ball going. And then Nick Chubb can be your Dalvin Cook. Um, Kareem Hunt, they didn't really have a style for, for Kareem Hunt in Minnesota. Maybe Jarek McKinnon a few years back, but um, they're going to pound the ball with those two. And then the receivers with Odell and Jarvis Landry, that's that's pretty much Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. And then you got the tight ends with Austin Hooper and David Njoku. That's Kyle Rudolph, Herb Smith. So uh, I think Minnesota comparisons, very it's very real uh, to look at how this team's set up and how they want to move the ball. It's very similar. Um, so looking at the receivers here, uh, again, it's Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins. I don't really know what's going to happen after that, but they did sign Taewon uh, Taylor. They drafted Donovan Peoples-Jones out of Michigan. Kaderil Hodge is back. Damian Ratley's back. Uh, Jamon Moore, uh, DJ Montgomery, JoJo Nets, and Tony Brown, and Jamarcus Bradley. But uh, it's it's as far as backups go, it's going to be Taewon Taylor making the team, uh, rookie Donovan Peoples-Jones, and then we'll see if Kaderil Hodge uh, Damian Ratley, any of these guys can impress down here. They did spend a fourth round, uh, what was it, a sixth round pick here on Donovan Peoples-Jones. So he's going to make the team. We'll see what he can do in the preseason. Definitely a name to keep an eye on. Um, but yeah, this is all about Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. The thing about Jarvis Landry is he's, he, you know, he had that surgery. And let me see if I can find that real quick. He had some off-season um, surgery and he's a question mark to uh, be ready for the start of the season. So he had an injured hip um, and it nagged him all last season. So we'll see if, I mean, you really got to keep an eye on Jarvis Landry's uh, progress this summer because, I mean, we see last year he blew it up with 83 catches, 138 yards, and almost 1,200 receiving yards. I think that was 838 targets. Um, I mean, that's a big part of the offense. And if he's not ready to go right away, that might, that might mean Odell Beckham Austin Hooper, Kareem Hunt, these guys all get a boost to start the year. Um, I, I, it takes a while. I mean, a hip injury is a big deal for a receiver. I don't know if we're going to see Jarvis Landry 100% all year. Typically, you're the healthiest you are in the season at the start of the season. So if he's coming in not ready to go, it might be a slow start for a Landry. So I'm kind of into Odell Beckham, who last year had 74 catches, 133 yards, and just over 1,000 last year himself. Um, I mean, these are floor numbers for Jarvis Landry. Again, he was even dinged up last year. So last year, Odell Beckham, let's see where he finished in a PPR uh, format. Uh, wide receiver 25. Uh, the dude's a, he's a wide receiver two with wide receiver one upside this year. Um, he's being drafted really low. So I kind of like targeting Odell um, to be the, you know, the Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs uh, type of receiver in the Minnesota offense. Um, but if, if Landry's not ready to go, I'm not really interested in any other receiver besides Beckham. So those are really the only two. I'm probably off of Landry this year just because the cost of him might be too high. But maybe come August and stuff, he'll be pushed down but and, and we'll have more reports on his injury uh, recovery. But I'm, I think I'm into Beckham right now at ADP. And then uh, we'll see if any of these other receivers. I mean, Rashard Higgins is a good receiver. I just don't know if he's going to be useful for fantasy. Um, so outside of... Outside of Odell, Landry, and Kareem Hunt in the passing game, we're going to see the tight ends here. And the big signing with Austin Hooper. They still have David Njoku. They drafted Harrison Bryant. And then they got a couple other guys here trying to make the team. But Harrison Bryant, a talented tight end out of Florida Atlantic, uh, fourth-round pick here. Um, he's a fun guy to keep an eye on. 
uh, to maybe it depends on what Njoku does in, in free agency soon. Uh, he might be stepping up into the second tight end role behind uh, Austin Hooper. But uh, anyways, the tight end group last year was not very good because Njoku was out. They only had 70 targets as a group and about 41 catches, uh, roughly 500 yards. But they did score touchdowns. Uh, Baker threw nine touchdowns to the tight end. So I do like that he, he keeps looking for those guys in the red zone. That's where Hooper's going to thrive. Hooper's not a very good uh, yards per catch tight end, but he's a very reliable check down receiver, which I think uh, Baker really needs to have a guy that he can trust to get the ball out quickly. Um, so Austin Hooper's he's going to be, uh, when I did my projections, Hooper ended up really low on my tight end list because I think there's just a lot of guys that are going to catch, you know, 50, some 60 balls uh, for six, 700 yards and five or six touchdowns. So he kind of gets lost in my tight end rankings, but he should still be, uh, especially if Landry's, um, deciding to to take it easy to start the year I could see Hooper moving up my projection list so I don't have Hooper as a tight end one right now but he's on the door you know he's knocking in so we'll see if he can uh it's also I mean Hooper and Najoku that's working as a tandem I don't really know how to divide those touches up yet um but the one thing I am for sure is Hooper's going to get less volume than he did um with Atlanta so for me I'm out on Austin Hooper in fantasy this year if I'm drafting any Cleveland Brown, it's going to be Chubb, it's going to be Hunt, it's going to be Odell Beckham. So uh, those are my dudes this year for the Cleveland Browns. And again, like they made some significant improvements to this team. Offensive line here in the draft, Grant Delpit out of LSU, safety, Jordan Elliott, defensive tackle here. Jacob Phillips is a quality player from LSU at linebacker. Uh, so the Browns had a really, really good draft. I love this draft. Um, so that injecting youth into the team, and then we look at the offseason additions here. It's a huge list, starting with Austin Hooper, getting Case Keenum, Jack Conklin, uh, Andy Janovich from Denver, uh, signing Adrian Claiborne, Andrew Billings, uh, BJ Goodson, Kevin Johnson, and a couple safeties here. Um, I mean, they did a really, really well-balanced job all around this offseason, adding players to the draft and the free agency period, and then getting Kareem Hunt back to um, so I'm excited for the Browns. I just, I don't really know how uh, the, the passing game is going to work. Um, as we saw, the, the, the Minnesota Vikings, they're, they're kind of a conservative passing unit. They're going to work in play action. They're going to take, a, you know, simple, safe throws. Um, so if anything, it's going to be a highly concentrated offense to Odell Beckham, to Austin Hooper, and players like that. But again, it's all about the running backs here and working off that from Baker. So yeah, I don't know. The Browns will be better this year. We just don't know how much. It's a tough division with the Steelers and the Ravens and the Bengals much improved. So we'll see if they can uh, sneak into the playoffs here. I don't know if they can win the division because the Ravens are so, you know, I mean, they're the Ravens. So that's going to be fun to watch how this uh, AFC North breaks down. But that's going to do it for today's video. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. If you're listening on Apple, uh, Spotify, Google Google Podcasts, I'd recommend checking us out on YouTube. That's probably the best way to check out these uh, these video podcasts, you know. And, uh, yeah, that's it. We'll be finishing up here with the Pittsburgh Steelers next, and we'll see you in another video. Thanks. Peace.